Goblins and werewolves and witches fly free under the full moon of this Halloween. Pumpkins could eat you in this reverie. All this you're As you snuff out that flame, you can hear a rustling in the corn and it sounds like it's rustling <laughs> faster and faster and faster and faster and then you see something burst into the into the plane and it is another scarecrow, only this one is taller and wider and it has a huge pumpkin for a head and it looks at you and it says, Oh, bloody hell, we've got finals in the only 30 minutes and you've just taken out three of our team players. What are we going to do now? Hi, okay. I'm Jay. Hands out, <laughs> oh. big smile. They've been fighting you again. They're always go going around, getting in trouble. We couldn't kick them off a team before, but now I don't know what we're going to do. Um, and the scarecrow like kind of rubs his pumpkin head. Sorry, uh, who are you? Oh, what you don't recognise me? It's it's fine. I'm I'm Gordy. I'm Gordy Jarradale. Uh, I'm, I'm the captain, captain of Fields United team, and we're supposed to be playing in half an hour. And these idiots getting themselves into fights all the time. Now we're going to be three players down. Um. Right. Uh, mm. Sorry, I, I don't actually. We're not from around here. If you hadn't guessed already, uh, it, uh, we we kind of got gobbled up by a, a sort of. Well, a, a, a large. Well, Feng. Jay's just going to kind of point up towards the sky. We came from that way. Uh, he turns around and he looks up and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when you're trying to get, you know, people from all around the world, all, the, all over the dimensions to the to the squash ball World Cup, you've got to make you've got to make ways to get there. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Um, we're looking for a, uh, a a gnomish woman who came through this way. Um, have you seen her? She goes by Susie. Look, I, I don't know who's around. I'm seeing people left, right and centre. Back up at the pitch show. If you go into the stadium, that's where everyone is. But you've got to sort of this out. I need three players right now. Oh, wait. And he kind of like looks you up and down. Um, and he says, I've got an idea. You were the ones who got me into this mess. So you've got to get me out. How about if you help me, I'll help you look for your young lass. I've got the whole Fields United team except for these three idiots who can help me out too. Ronald just like looks over his shoulder at the other two and is like, we need to find Susie. But there is also, you know, the honour of sportsmanship here. If, if a team needs players, we need to... Seems like we need to step in. That's 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 the way. And um, he looks kind of sadly at, uh, at Alistair, like just upset that uh, knowing that he hurt Alistair and just thinks very sadly about it and um, accidentally casts healing word. <laughs> like he says, sorry, and that... Uh, like Alistair, like, like there's a you know 
a perceivable like light that comes out from that and Alistair gets one D four uh four points back. Alright. I'm not cool. the most this is talking to the, the uh Gordy. I'm not the most sporty person and he kind of like waves his arms and legs around to show that he is not particularly athletic. Uh, he looks between you and the scarecrow and he um, points to the flame and he says, you did this? Yes. Um, he like walks over to you um, and reaches out to try and put his arm on your shoulder. Do you let him? Uh, I am going to, before he does that, kind of like put my hand on my chest and say, mother guide me and let him do this. I cast guidance Mm, on myself. Okay, cool. So he puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, look, mate, squash balls a lot like sports from your world, except with a lot less regulations and a lot more magic. You think you can do that? I can do that. Yeah. Then <sighs> let's do it. Problem is, though, that if you're going to be coming on my team, I can't be having no no humans or anything. Dwarves. I don't even know what you are. Um, he uh, points over at um, Ron Holt and he's like, "I got to have scarecrows. Fields United. We're all scarecrows. So you're going to have to put those masks on so people think you're one of us." Oh, uh, is that cheating, though? Like I said, it's like one of your games, but with a lot less regulations. Okay, so as long as we... It's it's like a uniform? Yeah. we got to have a uniform of it? I'm in. <laughs> he just starts shoving, mm. shoving um, straw generally around in his outfit, just kind of... Uh, um, just giving himself over to the absurdity of just his whole yep. night. He's like, oh, yeah. Yep. Jay's going to cool. pick up the, the <laughs> scarecrow mask. Now. And before he puts it on, this seems a little morbid, uh, but sure, just puts it on. <laughs> um, you'd probably, Alistair, if you haven't put your mask on yet, you notice that when the other two put their masks on, even though you know that it's them, it's almost like it, you have to think about the fact that it's them a mm. little bit harder than just like looking at them and recognizing them immediately. Interesting. Cool. Well, I suppose just sort of taking note of that, I'll um, put the mask on myself. Okay. So with all three of you with your masks on, Gordy puts his hands on his hips and he looks around and he's like, beautiful, beautiful. Look, if you could take on them lot, and he points down to the remains of the um, the scarecrows, you'll be able to you'll be able to take on Graven and I think it's not going to be a problem. And I'll send the medics over here. These these boys they're getting in trouble all the time. They just need to be restuffed. They they'll be good to go. Rice rain, but you know it takes about twenty four hours for them to get back up. So come over to the stadium. I'll set my I'll set my boys. I'll set the security guards up, keeping an eye out for you, woman. But, but coach, we've taken their heads. It ain't their heads. They can get another one soon. 
Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, you know it can get pretty rough out there on the field, so we've got to make sure we've got some disposable heads. And he um he taps his pumpkin. I just like reflexively <laughs> tap my pumpkin, feeling the actual head inside. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, all right, let's go. And I start jogging the way that he was like pointing. Well, he'll turn around and follow after you, and he says. Where are you lot from anyway? You say you're not from around here. Uh, well, we came through the, the Ferromasters portal. Oh, you, the one with the university? Yeah. You students in? Something like that. <laughs> oh, well, look, it's, it's my last game. Last game as captain. I've been playing for close to ten years now, and I've I've been thinking of retiring for a while. But I uh, I was thinking of doing some sort of postgraduate studies into um, a pumpkin concussion. You know, it's a real big problem on this field because orange pumpkins is so much data, but it's a huge data gap when it comes to blue pumpkins. And I just I just don't think that's fair, mate. How are you going to go into that diagnosis and understanding if you've got such a huge data gap? So maybe I'll be meeting you soon in the future. Who knows? Yes, definitely things that I know about. He just smiles. Alistair probably actually does know quite a bit about concussion. <laughs> uh, but he's just like so confused about everything that's going on. Go <laughs> on, Alistair. Where construction's made to scare away birds. It's fine. Come on. <laughs> You can see as you're walking through the field as well, birds do scatter when you when you come through. There's a lot of ravens around um, tonight. Uh, and as you're getting through the field, you don't actually need to go very far when... Uh, actually, everyone roll me a perception check. 18. Mm, 10. 30, 20. All right. So, Alistair, you're still a little bit confused about what's going on. Um, but, Jay, you know what the sound of a party is like. And you can hear something. It's really, 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 really faint. Like, it's really far in the distance. With a dirty 20 run hole, you're like, i got to find Susie. And you can hear people. You can hear huge crowds. And it's that weird thing of it's really faint but it's not far away. And after just a few more steps, you see um, this almost like a shimmer, shimmery dome in front of you just kind of melt away as you step beyond the threshold. And in front of you, cleared up in this land, is a massive sports stadium. And it is just an uproar inside of it. You can see that there's some witches flying above the stadium. You can't see who exactly is in the stadium, but it doesn't look like it's a human stadium at all. Um, the lights are blaring. It's so bright. Uh, there's some... You can see that there, there look to be some drunken goblins out the front of the um, studio. Um, they're wearing they're wearing these shirts, these woolen shirts that have Fields United on them. Um, and they see you walking up with Gordy and they're like... Um, and Gordy's like, yeah, mate, yeah. Um, and he goes up to one of the entrances. Like, there's big crowds lined up getting into the stadium, but he goes around, he leads you around the back. Um, and then there's a couple of security trolls out, and he kind of, like, waves his hand, throws his thumb back to point at you lot, um, and the security troll just nods and lets you through. 
I think this is almost like favored terrain for Ronald. Mm-hmm. So he's like, actually, all of his night has not made sense all the way up to this point, and this feels right. Um, and so he's doing that thing that footy players do when they're walking onto the field and everyone's cheering, but they've still got their like headphones in and they're doing like the get your head in the game mm-hmm. thing. And so he's like, he's like, just like doing like some casual side waves. If there's any small goblin children, he'll like rustle their hair. But he's like, he's like, um, he's like, yeah. I don't know any of the rules of this sport we're about to play, but I know how to, you know, I know how to get my head in the game. He also casually thinks about how many concussions he has, but he's also <laughs> then pushing that out of his brain. He's like, yeah, okay, we're going to do this. Got to meet the other teammates. Let's do it. Um, so he's just like, woo, yeah. sports. Definitely know what's happening. But he has also <laughs> somehow acquired a hot dog and a soda, uh, just like while walking yeah. through the crowd. Nobody saw any hot dog vendors on the way, yet Jay has a hot dog. Yeah, Jay is a master um, of acquiring food at any event that he goes to. <laughs> as you, are, you you go into the stadium and the din kind of quietens, it's deafened as you go in the depths, um, and Gordy leads you through this place, and there's memorabilia all along the wall. Um and it's mostly of a scarecrow team that's in lots of um, like scarves that say Fields United. Um, and he he sees you looking at it and he's like, yeah, we got the home game tonight for the for the final. Uh, welcome to Fields United. And he uh, like raises his hands uh, along the walls um, and he leads you into a cloakroom where there are lots of other scarecrows and they're putting they're putting these shoes that have spikes on the bottom of them, like on their feet and they look up um, and you can see they've all like either got a pumpkin head or they've got a sackcloth head. Um, they look at you, and one of them, one of them says, "Captain, they they are they with us? They they look a bit different." Um, and Gordy's like, "Oh yeah, no, don't worry about it. You know those three idiots, uh, John, Harry, and Frank. They they got in another fight, and the team just like, oh, ooh, whatever." And um, they they just don't seem to be bothered with it. Um, mm-hmm. And Gordy waves like for a place for you to sit down, and he goes and gets someone to bring you some shoes. And he says, "Look, I know you're not real familiar with this game, but I promise it's real simple. You got one big squash. You got to get it through the goals. You can do anything you want to get there. Any magic, any tackling doesn't even matter. Like I said, not many regulations here." The real problem you got to look out for is a crowd because sometimes they'll try and influence the game, okay? Got that? Yeah. Don't hurt the crowd. Do whatever you want to the upper team. Sounds good. Yes. Thank you. Sorry, what what is what exactly is the objective of this this sport? Like what I mean, you said the rules are a little light, but he said get the the, the squash through the goalposts. That seems simple enough. Yeah, squash ball. Look, it's not a complicated game. Uh, I think it's a bit like what you call football, but it was just with a squash and a lot more magic. The, the aim of it is to get as many goals as you can to stop the other team getting goals. You can tackle them, you can get the squash ball off them. You can't can't touch a squash ball with your hands, though. That's a real big no-no, real big no-no. But anything else goes. The point, get as many goals as you want. If we get this cut, it's going to be the best going away present of my life. Um, Ronald has been trying to put 
the shoes on, but his feet um, like massive and clawed. And uh, he sort of like looks at the at the spikes at the bottom of the feet and looks at his claws and just like puts the uh, bottom of the shoes and then looks at his claws and just like puts the shoes to one side um, and then looks around and I think he's gonna he's gonna like stand up on the bench that he was sitting on and uh, try and like uh, speak to his fellow teammates mm-hmm. and uh, he's gonna say, oh, I know we're a late ringing. And uh, it's a bit unusual, but... And as he's speaking, uh, unbeknownst to him, just because he's trying to, like, uh, he's trying to make a good impression, he casts gust on himself. And so his his, uh, straw is, like, blowing in the wind just so... You know, just it's it's just sort of a bit magnetic the way that the straw is uh, blowing. Hopefully, it's a bit um, as. Oh, what's the word? Yeah, hopefully as it looks good. As he's doing that, and Jay wants to use prestidigitation and create some faint musical notes as like a, like an accompaniment to like mm. to build up this this speech that you're giving. All right, so yeah. roll me a charisma check with uh, advantage then because you're getting all of this extra help. Ah, uh, 17. So they love it. They're standing up, they're clapping their hands and they're just like hollering and fist pumping in the air and they, they're really, really receptive of it. Um, Gordy like crosses his arms and he's like nodding, looking at his team um, fondly. So, in conclusion, we are a family, even though we've just walked in the door, and we will win against that other team and get the squash, as I understand is the point through the goal. And just on a side note, if anyone should see a quite beautiful and cute, uh, a rather short statured scientist uh her name's Susie we are that is our main objective we are looking for her so if anyone as we're playing should see her in the crowd uh just just point her out that'd be really helpful go team what would you like to say um seeing like as 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 that kind of like it was really dramatic we had the team fully on board and then it kind of got into what our goals are but also not the motivational <laughs> thing you have in a, a locker room I imagine before a game um, and so Jay is just, like just stands up and he's like Field United yeah and they all stand up and they're like Field United yeah <laughs> we're, we're back in what's it called I, I know so little about sports come on the stadium we're back in the cloakroom <laughs> we're back in the, the cloakroom locker room? the team is there the locker room, that's what it is. We're back in the locker room. Side note, I can't, I don't know how boats work. And so every boat that's in any game I DM behaves like a car. And I feel like something's <laughs> going to happen in the sports where I just don't know enough that it's going to be wild. But, but let's, we don't care. Boats it's just, are just what, like cars it's on just ice. A... They drift a lot more than you expect them to. Like that's the only <laughs> difference. Well, you know, this isn't football. This is squash ball and anything can happen. So you're back in the locker hey, room. Absolutely. The the team is really uh, when when Jay yelled out Fields United, they really really got in the mood. Um, and 
uh, Gordy, he looks down. At, well, he doesn't look down at his watch. He's not wearing one. He kind of like looks up at the clock that's on the wall and he says, all right, lads, get together one last time. We're going to go onto the field. And um, he, like, pulls everybody in. Um, and you, they all start linking arms around each other. And they pull you into that circle, too. And he's like, any last words, lads? We're going to get out there. We're going to play our hardest. And if if it is right and the goddess of sports wills it, we'll win. And I'm going to cast protection from evil and good uh, on myself and I'm going to twin cast it onto uh, Ron Holt as well. So you you and I will both have um, protection from aberration, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead, which I'm hoping whatever we're fighting is going to be one of those things. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have, they have disadvantage on attack rolls against us. We also cannot be charmed, nice. frightened, or possessed by them. Oh, oh, oh. Lasts, interesting. It lasts for ten minutes. Uh, so and it's it's, con- you- it's concentration. So if my concentration gets broken, then it ends as well. Okay. So uh, when you're huddled in this circle, you can see that the three of you like glow. Uh, with the favour of the sports goddess Lionella um, as she blesses you in the squash ball. <laughs> um, so, Mezzana is, is her name. Mezzana. Okay. You get the glow of Mezzana, the sports goddess's blessing, falls upon you and you feel invigorated by by her watchful eye. Um, and Gordy turns around and he says, line up, lads, off we go. And these, um, these little children come in. There's some little goblin children. There's a small yeti child. Uh, one of the children looks like they might be a baby hag. And they come and they um, reach up to hold hold your hands. And the, the little yeti holds Gordy's hand and he starts running out into the stadium. And you can follow Oh my on. God, I'm in love with the concept of a baby hag. Well, the baby hag comes That's over to you so and good. holds your hand. They've got to come from somewhere. <laughs> I like. um, yeah. So you've each got your little monster child running along with you um, as you run out into the stadium. And as you run out, that din just explodes back into your ears and you get a look around the stadium and it's huge. There's, prob- there's probably about 10,000 monsters in the stadium. You can see that there is a group of witches flying a- around on their brooms laughing at everyone. Um, it looks like there are a few ghosts scattered around uh, as well as some spectres. There's a bunch of ghasts and they're holding red cups, drinking drinking some, something that you don't really know what it is. There's a creepy living doll standing on the side of one of the poles around the stadium. There's three big ogre zombies that are like <laughs> clapping their hands. Um, and all of these are, there's some zombies as well, some normal zombies that are standing next to the zombie goblins. All of these monsters are wearing these shirts they're long jerseys and they have different colours on them. One of them is uh, an orange and green stripes and they're the same jerseys that the rest of your teammates are wearing, Fields United. Um, and the other ones are wearing vertical stripes, no, horizontal stripes that are, are black and white. And as you're running out into the stadium, you can hear this booming voice of a banshee um, yelling, and here comes Fields United! And the crowd just like, 
most of the crowd just explodes. You hear a few boos um, as some ghosts just yell boo um, as <laughs> Fields United runs out. But most of the crowd, this is a home stadium, they seem to be really, really excited. You run onto the bit, uh, onto the pitch. Of course, that's the word I say. You run onto the pitch, um, and you turn around, and you can see that the banshee has lifted up the microphone to her mouth again, um, and she says, "And uh, the away team, what's their name? Oh, oops, the away team, Graven him." And then out of the stadium on the other side runs these skeletons. They're wearing nothing except shoes. Um, they've already got the black and white stripes on them because they're skeletons, so they don't even need a jersey. And they've got like a bunch of little um, skeleton children with them uh, running, and the children leave, and the, the all of the ghosts in the stadium they stop saying boo, and they're like whoa, whoa, because they're quite excited. <laughs> so they may be the away fans. Uh, as everyone gathers on on the pitch, there is. One really big um, woman standing in the middle of the pitch, and she has the body of a spider and the um, the top half of a woman, um, and she has a whistle around her neck, and she's like, "Okay, I want a clean game from everyone here. That doesn't mean no magic and no death. You got that? Just don't touch the ball with your hands. That's the number one That's rule." The rule. <laughs> Um, and you all spread out on the pitch as she moves to the side. She has the ball in her hand. Oh, that's not how you play soccer. I don't know how to play. Okay, she whistles, and then the, and the game starts. She it's whistles. Okay, it's not soccer. It's not the soccer. crowd goes wild. And you can have a roll-off now. So one of you can choose highs or lows to see which team starts with the ball. Who would like okay. to choose highs or lows? Let's go. I will. Yeah, Alistair, take it up. Ross, as a, Let's as go a high. Always, expert always, always go high, right? That's... Yep. So, you can roll it. All right. Oh, one. Oh, no. <laughs> it, the opposite of high. <laughs> the opposite. A spooky hello there from your friendly Dungeons & Doctorates DM, Ben. Reminding you once again to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do, I might see your post and name a character after you. I hope you're enjoying this spooky Halloween uh, arc that Debbie has prepared for us. I'm loving playing it. Uh, Jay is a lot of fun. But enough about that. Let's get to our mid-show message. We have a special one, uh, which is going to be read out by Alistair. So I'm going to pass it over to him. Happiest of birthdays, Dano. I've loved listening to Dungeons and Doctorates with you this year. Here's to many more adventures of our own or of others' imaginations. You are a blessing to me and your dad. We love you dearly. Thanks, Alistair. And to you, Daniel, uh, happy birthday from me as well. We love having fans like you and your mum listening to the show it's it's great that you enjoy the show as much as we enjoy making it and if you out there listener would like a message on the show then just fill out uh, a form via our link tree on our website dndoctorates.com or on all our social media just fill out the google form it's free and then one of us can read out a message for you 
The next episode of the show is coming out next Thursday, the 4th of November. Wow, this year has just flown by. Um, I'm not going to hold us up any, any longer. Let's get back to the spooky times right now. Well, that means Graven Him starts. And so the Graven Him um, skeleton that's standing in front of you, they look like they might be the skeleton of like a minotaur or something. They've, they've got big horns. Their, their face is not a human. Um, and they kick the ball towards uh, one of their friends who like runs up behind it, them. Skeletons don't have a gender uh, to, to grab this ball. And it's a big round yellow pumpkin and they start dribbling it between them and as they're doing that um, some of the uh, the home fans who don't seem to be very excited about this um, they start to like scream and yell and you can see that one one spectre tries to get onto the pitch and um, some other ghosts actually have to pull it back because as the um, security ogres try to pull it it just floats straight through so some other ghosts have to go and pick that up. But for your first skill to check, we're going to start with Ron Holt. What would you like to do in this situation? So this is a skill check. You can do whatever you want to try and get the ball. If you get the ball, you have a chance of, of scoring and you will get a goal. So a, a pass is a goal. A failure means that they get a goal. Um, I think... Uh... He's athletic, so he's just going to go with his athletics. Like, he's just going to go with what he knows. He knows you can use spells, but he doesn't know any spells uh, that he knows of. So to start off with, he's just going to be like, well, I'm just going to get in there and, like, you know, try and get the ball off them, maybe tackle, maybe just, like, whip the ball out or... Oh, no, it's no touch. So, like, try and, you know, do the leg juggly thing to try and get the ball away from yep. them. Okay, so that we're going to have a um, an athletics check against mm-hmm. this skeleton's athletics check um, to see if mm-hmm. you get the ball. So let's roll that. Oh, no, great. I only rolled a 13. Well, they rolled less than that. <laughs> so they only rolled a 7. Um, so... Uh, you can hear the clacking of the bones as this skeleton, and it's a human skeleton, is trying to get past you. But they look up when they see you, like, just running straight at it, and you see, like, them falter almost slightly. And you're able... Oops, I just kicked my own rubbish bin. You're able to kick the ball to the point where you actually kick past... The, uh, you don't kick past the ball, but the femur gets in the way, and the femur just falls out. You push it out from under the skeleton, and then the ske- skeleton stumbles over. Um, and thankfully, there's no rules about illegal tackles in this game. So you're able to get the ball. And how do you want to score your goal? Oh, I like there's like a, a kind of primal back half of Ronald's brain that is like, you really can do anything in this game. And it, and just like, I don't know, thinks about letting loose. And then, um, yeah, just an amazing like... Uh, like long kick from like two thirds down the down the court down the uh, field, and it just arcs in beautifully. So as it flies right over half the field, over the top of the skeletons, and you can see like 
the comical way that their heads watch the ball fly past and all of the people in the crowd as well they're like doing a big kind of Mexican wave of arms as well as this flies by you can hear um, just as it hits the back of the neck the net the the skeleton that's trying to defend the goal and has these big gloves on jumps but it goes right through where his um like his ribbon his hip bone a hip bone slides right through and you hear all of these werewolves in the background going and they're just cheering for you and the crowd really gets into it which means that another the ball goes off again another skeleton gets the ball and we're going to go over to jay it's your skill check now uh so jay is not particularly athletic but he does have some magic with him so what he's gonna do is he's just going to like get up and as long as he can get one foot on the the gourd he's going to cast misty step which lets okay. him teleport with a th- teleport himself and items that he has. Uh, yeah, so I imagine he's like he's kind of hooked the the pumpkin under his foot as he teleports, so he's like holding it with his foot almost. Uh, and then so you, trying to like just he's much less showy, much more dribble because he doesn't quite know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to be working the crowd as he goes. Mm. All right, so I'm going to see if they can roll to catch on to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, the one that had the ball that you hooked under your foot and you misty-stepped and you misty-stepped right past a whole bunch of them, there's a couple more defenders um, and you come down right in front of it. You're a little bit startled because it must have run here really, really fast, so you didn't really calculate that very well. Um, and it is able to get the ball off you. And as that happens, um, somebody from the crowd throws a hot dog out of the stands and it lands at your feet. Is there anything you'd like to do? Um, I pick up the hot dog, yell, Fields United, and then just down the hot dog and one as, as quick as I can. <laughs> Oh. oh no. So, as you're about to put the hot dog into your mouth, it opens up and two eyes oh, no. pop out on the bun. Oh no. And one big long tongue filters out, which looks like a sausage, because you have picked up a hot dog mimic. Oh no. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> classic D&D shenanigans. Uh... That I like. I would drop that, but I also think that thematically that would break, maybe break my concentration. Yeah. So it is going to try and bite you. Okay. Uh, so I will. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um. Yeah. It does not hit. It rolled an eight. Okay. Uh, so it, it tries to bite you, uh, but it just it doesn't quite get it as you try and drop it. Um, it has already turned into its mimic form, so it can't adhere to you anymore. Okay. Um, uh, do I need to make a, so you just con- a um, constitution check to see if yes. I... You need to make a constitution check to see if this mimic hot dog is able to break your concentration. Uh, I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> that one, yeah, that breaks my concentration. Uh, we no longer have protection from good and evil. So the others, you can feel like the, uh, what's her name, Messina, the goddess Messina, um, 
was clearly distracted by this hot dog as well and you can feel her favor kind of leave you and you're against these undead skeletons and lots of monsters in in the crowd um and that was that was really sad so unfortunately this skeleton gets in the way gets the ball back and so you don't get um you don't get that try and the skeleton whips around you kicks it not a, a forward another skeleton comes out of um nowhere that you can like bet you didn't even realize it was there this is a snake skeleton it's slithering along um and it hits hits the ball with um its tail and between the two of them they're able to get up the other side and they kick it and the scarecrow that is um at the goal whose name is uh, brutus butternut in case you want to know he's got a really really <laughs> long pumpkin head um it just grazes the top of his the stem of his pumpkin and goes over his head and into into the into the net. So they unfortunately get a point for that. And so the the ghosts and skeletons and zombies that are like cheering for them uh, at not very big crowd, they're just clapping and yelling and they're having. And some of the zombies are like because they're they're having a good time. All right. So next up, so that's one success and one failure. Next up, we have. Alistair. All right, so I'd like to um, I'd like to go towards whatever thing has the ball currently, mm-hmm. and as I get close within five feet, um, I would like to say "drop dead," and <laughs> with that. Uh, uh, radiant light uh, emanates from myself, uh, from basically from my mouth, uh, at the direction of whatever has the thing, mm-hmm. and they need to make a Constitution 14 saving throw. <clears throat> All right, what is a skeleton's Constitution? 14. Mm. They succeed. They got a 21. Damn. So it it laughs at you because it it does already have- dead. <laughs> yeah, it's already dead. So, uh, so it kind of laughs at you, and it says your mama is dead, or something mean like that. Um, and is able to like move around you as you do that. They do that thing where they um, like spin, flip the ball over with their back, mm. to you and then like come right around you, and they just slam their skeleton foot into the ball, and it sails over the heads of the other the other pumpkins as they try and jump up to get it um, and sails into the back of the net. Uh, so that is another failure. And as you're doing that um, and it turns around and its back is to you, you're trying to keep an eye on the skeleton. So you move around mm. and there's a big zombie ogre that's in the stands. And as you move in that direction, you can smell this wretched stench coming off the zombie ogre. Mm. So you need to roll a constitution saving throw. Alright. Uh, 11. Uh, with an 11? Uh, an 11 fails. So... Uh, you're going to be taking 4 damage from that stench. For yuck damage. <laughs> for yuck damage, exactly. <laughs> so that's for poison damage. 
um, from the disgusting smell of a zombie ogre who is because it yells out when it sees this the som- uh, this skeleton doing this fancy footwork and so it's yelling out and it's like the breath of the ogre is what is like hits you full force in the face so we're going to circle back around it's now Ron Holt's turn again you now have one failure uh, two failures and one success and you have two more tries mm-hmm. I think Runholt takes a deep breath. He saw the um, the werewolves, like, uh, kind of obviously recognizing him when he got that other tr- other um, goal. And Runholt's going to sort of be like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to, like, really step into it. I'm in a weird, scary land. I'm just going to, like, become full, fully whatever has happened to me and just fully werewolf out. And he sort of reaches into himself, but because that's not really what's going on for Ronald, uh, he accidentally just casts Thunder Wave, but at a level two. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, so he runs up and he's trying to, like, fully essentially Hulk out, but instead he just, like, really Thunder Waves at the one with the All right, so that's a constitution saving throw? Yeah. Oh, just oh, 11, oh no! Oh, it failed! <laughs> it failed real bad. So this thunder wave comes out of you, and you can just see like the it's running with the ball towards you as you hear this huge fun thunder crack. Its bones just like start like fly everywhere um, as it crumples to the ground, um, and the ball is right there, undefended because no other skeletons were running at it at the time. So you're able to run towards the ball, and how do you want to score your goal? Just, just because I rolled, and I, I want to say, I got um, t- twenty-two points. That would have been twenty-two points of thunder oh damage. Um, <laughs> would have been painful. Uh, so he's sort of that surprises him, and I assume also kind of pushes back, uh, like pushes back a couple more of the uh, of the scarecrows. But he's feeling it, so he like points to the werewolves in the crowd. And then um, this time, instead of doing one big kick, he decides to run it up and uh, kind of do, like, a bit of ball juggling and, like, bend it in. Yeah, absolutely. And this, the skeleton is waiting for you. It's gotten a little bit cockier, but it's clearly a, a lost a bit of confidence from the last time that you got the goal. But as you, like, bend it around the skeleton, it, like, drops to its knees and it just, like, raises its fist and yells. Um, uh, but you have gotten your second goal so that's two successes and one failure um and you hear can i do can i do a flavor this quickly uh because i have i know where these aren't normal turns but i have a um bonus action uh flame blade and i just kind of like the idea that ronald just in in the normal um like when he normally scores a goal he has like a bit of a, a celebration dance mm-hmm. where he pretends he's like uh, he's like fencing something, Ooh. you know, he, like and but this time he's like doing a bit of a celebration dance, pretending to fence something, and suddenly there's like a flame blade, and it scares him, but he's like, okay, <laughs> okay, so okay, that's a thing that just happens. Um, there is there is a, a bard that's in the stands close to where you're doing this this flame blade. Um, and they, they're a skeleton bard, and they sing this song, and they're, they're kind of like, oh, you call that a goal? 
my granny could have done better than that. Um, and she tries to taunt you. So you need to make a charisma saving throw. He's really... That could happen. That could happen. Um, oh, no. Seven. He's pretty fragile. He, he doesn't enjoy that. She says something about, like, you call yourself a werewolf. Um, and, and it just it really, really hurts. So you have been taunted, which means that you have disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws until the end of the bard's next turn, which is your turn. But there will probably be half time in that, so it's going to it's going to hold over until the next time. 